Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mouth Sword Ministries. I'm your host, Timothy Aaron, and I'm joined with Rhonda Kay. And uh, we're going to talk about, um, uh, shoot, a very controversial topic today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, child support, alimony, and uh, community property. These things that happen when people do go through a divorce and 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 how the Christian people should be uh, when when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh, as we talked about in a previous topic, uh, Christians shouldn't be getting the divorce anyway. But we know they do. It does happen. So then, once the once people decide to get a divorce, how they should approach uh, these other uh, situations like child support, alimony, and uh, community property. Okay, um, let me open up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just ask that you, well, first we thank you for who you are and what you've done for dying on the cross for our sins and uh, saving us from ourselves. And uh, we just ask that you open up our understanding, give us wisdom as we go through this life so that we uh, can make the best choice and the best decision possible uh, through the wisdom of God and through his word. Uh, just, just continue to give us understanding, we ask in the mighty precious wonderful name of jesus in jesus name amen amen okay um so let's talk about this uh i, I would like to hear you know more of our churches talk about these kind of topics because you know um it's those things that that you know people don't want to talk about that is is hurting us the most so we got to talk about these hard to talk about topics and uh, put it out there so the people of God won't walk ignorantly and won't won't walk in a violation of Jesus and what he has to say. Because you'd be surprised Jesus had to say a lot about things. You know, Matthew chapter 5 and 6 and 7, Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes. He's giving instructions for Christian conduct and how to walk and how to live and how to uh, get by in this world, you know, in that, the way he wants us to. So... We need to make sure we look at what Jesus has to say and take it serious and, and make him first in our life and do what he say. So um, I want to read 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Now, this is the Apostle Paul talking here. The Apostle Paul was handpicked by Jesus. I believe he was he was uh, Judas Iscariot's replacement because there was 12 disciples and Judas betrayed Jesus and hung himself. And while the disciples were trying to find a replacement, I believe Jesus was choosing the Apostle Paul. And the Apostle Paul went on to write half of the New Testament. So he was ordained by Jesus himself. So let's see what Paul has to say uh, about uh, what I believe will uh, address the child support and the alimony and the community property stuff. First Corinthians chapter six, verse one. Paul says, dare any of you having a matter against another go to the law before the unjust and not before the saints. Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world should be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? You know, he's saying here that we should be able to, uh, as believers, come to an agreement within uh, the house amongst each other. 
he says we should be able to do that. We should not have to go to the courts, you know, for judgment on any of this stuff. Um, verse four, he says, if then ye have judgments of things pertaining to this life, set them to judge who are least esteemed in the church. He says you can get uh, the least qualified people in the church to come up with a judgment. He says that would be better than you going to the courts. Okay. And um, he says, I speak to your shame. Verse five. Is it so that there is not a wise man among you? No, not one that shall be able to judge between his brethren. But brother goeth to the law with brother and that before the unbeliever. Now, therefore, there is utterly a fault among you because ye go to the law one with another. He says, you're wrong. You're wrong for going to court against each other. You know, a husband against wife, wife against husband, Christian against Christian. He says, you're wrong. He says, uh, because ye go to the law one with another, why do ye not rather take wrong? He says, you should be willing to just accept wrong mm -hmm. before you go to court uh, with your spouse, with your brother or sister in the Lord. You know, we're talking about Christians here. Now, we know the world, they might need that system because they don't, they don't have the Lord. But we're talking about the believers. And he says, um, why do ye not uh, rather take wrong? Why do ye not rather suffer yourselves to be defrauded? He says, uh, nay, ye do wrong, ye do fraud, and that your brother, or that your fellow brother or sister in the Lord. So with all of that being said, you know, should we go to court and try to get alimony and child support and community property from our spouse if we find ourselves in divorce? Get a lawyer and lawyer up against your spouse. Should we do that? And the answer is overwhelmingly no. Yeah. Yeah, no to me. Um Me too. Yeah, if if you if you want out of the marriage, um which chances are as a Christian you should not want out. But even if you have that one exception, if you want out, you should not attack that person, you know, in the courts. You should not go after them. You know, if you want to if you want to put them away or if you want to leave them, then leave them. Leave them all. They're they're their property, their money, you know, now and, and and the child support and all of that. If you're going to leave them, you know, mm -hmm. find another way, you know, yeah. don't don't make it worse by divorcing, which is a sin for the most part. And then make it twice as bad by now attacking your brother or sister in the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not right either. So now that's a double, double compound sin, you know, and, uh, you know, Jesus talks about offend offending he says offenses will come in this life he says but woe unto the the offender mm -hmm. the person who brings the offense you know and then he talks about little children he's especially if you offend a, a little child and he and and he he little children are not just little children when it comes to what jesus is talking about he's talking about a person who just believes in him mm -hmm. he calls yeah. them little child mm -hmm. right he says unless you unless you uh Come to me as a little child. He says, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. So that's yeah. part of being a Christian is, is humbling yourself right, humbling. and being a child before him. And he says, uh, you know, and if you offend one of them, 
Let me let me read what Jesus said about offending. Mm-hmm. Um, offending a, a, a fellow believer uh, in Christ. Matthew chapter 18, verse 6, he says, Jesus says, but whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hang about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. So Jesus really takes that personal. That's why the Apostle Paul said it is it is to your shame. It is it is a fault to you when you uh, take your marriage and you uh get a divorce and then you, you, you get in court and you lawyer up against your spouse and you 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 want to get child support and you want to get alimony and you want to get community property and you want to fight them and he says you're embarrassing the faith. It's a fault and Jesus says if if you have offended another brother or sister who believe in me, he says it's better for you that a millstone, a heavy stone will hung hung around your neck and you were counted and you were cast in the depths of the sea. So it's it's serious business. We need to talk about these things in the church because Jesus means business when he gives us instructions. You know, he it, it's not it's not optional when mm-hmm. Jesus is talking. It's not something to take lightly. It's not something that we can say, "Oh, well, but Jesus says that." Okay, well, well, I I see when it happens. You know, you can't approach the scripture like that. You got to take him serious. And so I wanted to put that out there for the listeners to hear and, you know, bring it up at your Bible study, you know, talk about it in your churches because we need to get right before the Lord because the Lord is going to start punishing people who don't keep his commandments. It's just that simple. The revelations teach that, you know, people who, who are rebellious and people who don't want to uh, submit to his word. And he says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. So if you don't keep his commandments, you can't profess your love for him. It's just that simple. It's, you just got to get right with the Lord. So, okay. I would like to, I got something I okay, want to say. I know like a lot of times um, people be proud. They be, you know, they feel maybe embarrassed or mm-hmm. something like that. Or they want to, they, they're like more like, okay, I'm worried about what somebody else got to say. So I'm going to go through all this, you know. So it's more of like people pleasers and mm-hmm. stuff as well, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. And that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You ain't going to make no fool of me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Things that of mm-hmm. that nature. And, so um, they won't humble themselves and be like, you know. And that's, that's what, right, mm-hmm. exactly. That's what Jesus is talking about when he says, unless you come before me as a little child, you got to put down all of this pride. Right. You know, we, we, we walk in so much pride, it ain't even funny. And if we want to be serious with the Lord, we got to put down all of this pride. And we got to learn how to trust in the Lord because we say we trust in him and, and we believe in him. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. And, and we know that if we seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things will be added unto us. So why are we attacking our sm- our spouse to get all of this stuff, you know, and, and in front of the unjust, right. embarrassing the faith? You know? right. We need right. to, we need to uh, understand that push comes to shove. We got to be willing to walk away mm-hmm. and leave all that stuff on the table yep. instead of embarrassing the faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you have any questions or comments, uh, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us at um, mouseswordministries at gmail.com or T. Aaron uh, at com. Either one of those emails will work. We would like to hear your questions, comments, and we might read them on the air. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, offer the invitation to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, 
uh, why don't you change that? Why don't you make him your Lord and your Savior? John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And in Romans 10 and 9, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. All you have to do is confess that Jesus is Lord. He is the Son of God. He died on the cross for the sins of your world, of, uh, for the sins of the world. And if you confess that and you believe that you saved, it's just that simple. Repent of your sins and then, then learn of Jesus. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Learn of me. So that's all you have to do. And you'll be saved. You'll be Christian. And when, when um, the end comes, you'll be ready. And that's what this is all about. It's the number one priority of life, accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and close. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your mercy. And thank you for your grace and thank you for your loving kindness. We just ask that you that you help the hurting, the homeless and the hopeless. Meet them where they are. Give them hope in these trying times. Uh, a lot of people's heart is failing them for fear. People of fear of all sorts of things, earthquakes and and viruses and, and and inflation and people are starting to panic. Just please bring a calm upon your people and then allow them to be a light to others so that they can accept you and then so that that calm can come upon them. These things we ask in the mighty, precious, wonderful name of Jesus. Blessed, blessed, blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen.